everyone, welcome to my podcast in which I will be discussing some in-depth topics with interviewees about topics um, based around it, just general opinions, self-confidence, society's ideologies and issues surrounding young people. In this episode I visited Priors Park Neighbourhood Project in Tewkesbury where I discuss these topics with Harry and Laura, so take a listen to the interviews and I hope you enjoy. So, uh, first of all, would you like to tell me what's your name? Um, um, my name is Harry Spoonbill. Um, and what do you do in your spare time? In my spare time, I am, um, for when I'm not you know, gaming or playing on Discord with pals, I do 2D graphic design, commission work, and some animation. Great. Um, so... Uh, during this chat, we're just going to be talking about uh, various uh, different issues. Are you comfortable to talk about? Yeah. Yeah? Give me what you got. Uh, so, my first question is, have you ever felt like you struggled with self-confidence? Oh, yeah. Um, I do feel like I've struggled, most certainly, throughout my entire life. And will continue to struggle with self-confidence. I think, personally, anyone that says they haven't struggled with self-confidence at at least one point in their life is a downright liar. Yeah. No, so, I agree. But no, it used to be really bad, and it got so bad I had to in secondary school have like classes on how to you know, get your confidence out. I feel like everyone can benefit from something though, because oh, yeah. yeah, I feel I feel it's just something that we all experience, but sometimes it doesn't get talked about, and when it does, I feel like because. It gets talked about maybe a niche bit and then it just gets blown up and then people think it's getting talked about all the time, but it's not. It's getting more drawn on other aspects. And I want to focus more on confidence more because um, I feel like mental health in general is talked about, but confidence within itself isn't. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like that's something niche that I would like to explore and see what people's general opinions is on it. And like you say, uh, mental health is certainly talked about, but mm. even then it's almost... It's explored, but it's not... It's quite taboo. Mm, yeah, it is, yeah. Even talking about confidence is, you know, you, no one, I think, you know, being a man, maybe we're sort of privileged to it. More. Definitely. No, I agree. But the, the, there's this sort of, you know, the, the men code that you don't talk yeah. about feelings or your confidence, but I think that's been really harmful to me my sort of upbringing because my parents have always tried to you know raise us how we want to grow up but it's more exterior sort of influences that people who do have you know that archaic you know tone deaf version of what being a man really is and I think that really um, impacts quite negatively on the ability to not only talk about confidence but your self-confidence as a, as a whole because mm. if you're like like me a man who can be quite emotional that's seen as like it's the correct behaviour it is yeah I, I think it's um, I think it's something that it, it connects to loads of different other things though doesn't it um, but going from that do you feel like um, this has also been impacted by COVID-19 and the lockdowns because oh, a lot of people would never sp- even touch on a, a lot of mental health issues were not raised before lockdown I don't think yeah. I feel like it's the one thing that's come out of it all is that this is 
one of the biggest things that's been brought up is everything mental health related. And... Yeah, I think COVID-19 is like the nuclear bomb at the centre of the mental health crisis that's going on. Because, you know, with, with at the start of it, I know I felt like this. It felt like it wasn't even safe to leave the house. No, no one left that. No one left the house. Yeah. Everyone, uh, obviously, everyone came up on a Thursday to do the clap, didn't they? And that yeah, was it. Yeah. Like and it, I didn't even hardly leave my bedroom at the time. It was yeah. very because it's like it, the, the the media, which I do think is at full, partly for spreading you know the whole lack of, as in sorry the increased level of mental health trouble and confidence trouble because it's like they really did make you feel like if you set foot outside your house you would die yeah no definitely that's i feel like that's not just coming from one or more people i feel like that's quite a general uh perception of it but now we now what we know about covid you know because it seems like it was what we know it's here to stay for yeah. the time being, so we know how to deal with it. But I think at those first stages of the of the pandemic were really harmful to mm. my self-confidence as well as other people's. It was just a general scary time though, wasn't it? Oh um, god, yeah, because we'd never faced anything like no, before. No, and this I feel like yeah, I feel like it's definitely our generation's big thing. Like when when we're old it's gonna be something that everyone's gonna be like, well, when I was in lockdown. Um on a scale from one to ten, how would you rate yourself based on self-confidence? Would you say? Um, now this is this is the part I always don't yeah. mind doing because it's like my my inner monologue is oh you know you're beating yourself. Yeah. Beating yourself. No. Yeah. But if I had to give it a number between one and ten, I'd say probably know, six or seven. I'm I'm the same. I would say a six or a seven. Yeah, yeah. Because although like I can be autonomous and you know, make decisions for myself, when I'm working with people here mm. at PPMP for those listening, or um, I'm doing commission work for people, I can have my own ideas, but I will always check back with you know the original hiree. Yeah, the person that brought me on for the job, and I don't think that's maybe that's not as much a lack of self confidence as you know, professionalism, making sure they get what they want. But also, it's maybe there's times where I need to have more confidence in myself that no, this is a good idea, and you know have the drive to carry it through without having to necessarily, for lack of a better phrase, waste time. Mm, I feel like there's also a lot of things like in general I experience this in day to day life where. But we let our lack of confidence get the better of us. Sometimes we have like really great ideas, but then it's the fact of other things weigh us down, and therefore we almost feel like we can't be bothered to bring our ideas forward and just let things happen in a way, just because it's easier to just let everything pass by than it is to stand out and actually say something sometimes. as well it's and it's like, exhausting yeah it's exhausting it's that and also it's like you know what the the idea of the, the little voice in your head that tells you, you mm, yeah it's like people might say that is just a little voice in your head but sometimes you have to overcome it and and it can be a very loud like voice as well mm. yeah um so what are the first three issues surrounding young people that come to your mind <sighs> to my mind well I'd say 
obviously one of them being COVID, they're feeling like they can't talk, well not talk, because you can still like go on stuff like Zoom or Discord, yeah. but I think actually being in a social face-to-face space to talk with friends, I think that's impacted also maybe I feel that as a creative do you remember the campaign a while ago about <coughs> excuse me retraining to cyber retraining to cyber yeah it was like yeah it was the thing the government put out about oh yeah, no I remember creative, yeah yeah I remember that for yeah, IT. Okay, yeah and I think that but I feel like that's then making so then that's them making the decision for you well, yeah, yeah, which is why I'm talking about yeah. this. Uh, uh, one of the things that I think has felt has, I think has felt that I think has had a really bad like knock on youngsters' confidence. Definitely, because it's like it, like with me and yourself having the government of the country you live in come out and go, yeah, we don't really care about your creative stuff. Yeah, because all of the all of the arts and stuff got put down during lockdown, didn't it, for yeah. a long time. They tried to I, I they tried to like destroy it, like burn it down. Mm. Um so do you think that social media has changed our mindset towards how we approach things in our day to day life? I think so, and that was actually gonna be the third thing I think has yeah. lowered self confidence because there was this whole um well you go back to how Facebook, for example, was first conceived because you know it was in that film where it was just made it was sort of like a glorified early version of Tinder. Yeah. People. And I still think that Although it's not, it's intended to be a more social experience. I think there's still the subconscious rating of your life against someone else's, which is particularly worse on Instagram because you you see social media. I think has given the people a very dangerous uh, ability, and that is to completely construct a version of their life that is presentable to yeah. people and that so, that may not, that can have two adverse effects so you know people who see it can go like oh I wish my life was as good as that yeah and you know like I agree I agree but then on the flip side it can be the pressure on the for lack of let's just call them the influence yeah to constantly maintain that visage and yeah, I think social media definitely has had a very bad effect on self-confidence. Yeah, so related to that then, um, because of social media, do you feel like there's now a stigma surrounding young people, teens, young adults' lifestyle, that like as a society, it gets now perceived in almost a negative way? Not that it hasn't always, but I feel like there's always been a stigma around it. Well, around social media? Just around... Um, not just social media, but how they all relate to young people, teens and young adults, and how then it's always reflected on us as if it's our fault or if it's in... It's the millennials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think there has been, there has and will continue to be a stigma around social media because, one, I think... As long as there's people who have lived their their entire lives about it, yeah, there will be someone. To, it's there'll it, be someone to argue against it. It could be said about like, say like 
at the end of time there's only two people left on earth yeah someone will find something to complain about yeah no it's that's the same with almost yeah, everything um, um, I feel definitely there is a negative stigma around social media mm. and going back to people's perceptions do you think people have become more selfish or selfless well it depends um I think it really depends where you look. I think, you know, there's some selfishness, but also to sort of have a good side to it. Yeah. Social media can also be used to be a really good thing for good. I mean, like... It's done so much, but also... It's taken so much. It's taken so much. There's there's two sides to it, but uh, is there one bigger side than the other? Like I'm not sure... Um, although, you know, most of the stuff you see is just people being idiots or mm, like, being yeah. nasty on Twitter, for example. And there's no, no, it's just, it's more the reason that they're just doing it because they can. Yeah, the, the ability, like, yeah. to do it just because I can do it. Is that, you know, just because you could doesn't mean you should. But I think... It's also been used for some good, though, like, for example, um, the way in general, because this had an effect on society, it's done, like, it's changed it for the better when it comes to awareness, when it comes to rights. Yeah, yeah. Especially, um, it's highlighted in the past year, a lot of stuff with uh, BLM and LGBT awareness. Yeah. And there's been a ma- That's what I was just about to say. Um, it, it depends on how you use social media that determines what if it, if you're doing it for a selfless or selfish reason because you look at you know the BLM movement how the, the good people did with spreading resources about how to help you know the fight for BLM and you know the resources the campaigns the spreading of helpful information to people like that I think could have been done with word of mouth but would have taken a lot longer to do. And that's, I think, a real... One of the positive things about social media is you can make a helpful resource reach a lot of people. Yeah. And it's important with the protests as well because people needed to know that stuff yesterday. None, yeah, none of us... I feel like... I feel like it educated a lot more people as well because mm. I bet you there was so many people that even now are still so oblivious... So not just that, but various other things. Like even myself, I feel like there's a lot of things that I should be educated based on things that I've had happen in my life, like with own illnesses and yeah. stuff like that that I never really took the time to research about. And I feel like that's something that social media kind of brings to the table. Exactly. That's what it adds to it. But then there's also all of the negative impacts. Unfortunately, and yeah. unfortunately you can't have one without the other. So if you, this brings me to our final question, if you have the power to change one thing about all of this, what would it be? About social media or... Social media, literally anything in the world, if you had the power to change something, what would you change? Um, oh, that, that's it's quite a good one, that's isn't it? That's certainly a, quite a good question, yeah. Um, if I had the power to do anything, I'd probably give... I don't know, one would be an end to this pandemic. Yeah. But, you know, to be serious, um, a greater emphasis on mental health support, you know, make that more easily accessible to everyone. Not just one group of people, yeah, so yeah. everyone is able, yeah. Because there's been a time, I would bet, in everyone's life and they've not been okay, but they haven't let people know. 
yeah everyone no one's always everyone always has to experience something don't they yeah. and i think what everyone needs to just realize across social media issues with that whatever is that sometimes it's okay to not be okay yeah and the, the stigma behind you know mental health help at least as i understand it. it's it's like what you said earlier about the whole men's mental health thing they highlight it but this last month myself it's been men's mental health month i have not November, seen i've i've not seen anything i've genuinely not seen exactly. anything the only thing i've seen to do is like i don't know men's mental health or no help for men is yeah the november november campaign where they shave but that is apart from that that's one thing you've not heard any no one's talked about it there's been nothing on it there's been like mainstream on the tv anything there's been nothing but i think going back to mental health help like talking about it opening it up to everyone i've had people i've had friends rather in the part like one of my friends in the third year of uni came out as trans and I think he struggled for a bit maybe with like I don't know mental health issues to do with that and I just seeing him you know get a bit upset sometimes did really upset me yeah it's just, it, I knock on effect yeah and I, it's just with when I say open it up to everyone I mean people all backgrounds all races all creeds whatever because like I said everyone has had times when they are down low yeah really down low okay um thank you for that that was brilliant so for the benefit of the listeners at home uh who who are you and what do you do hi I'm Laura Pry I'm creative facilitator of Prince Park Neighbourhood Project I carry out creative workshop for example as textile pottery and also after school some workshop for um pupils and basically i create an opportunity for people who can't afford full price of creative worship i reduce the price or they come free of cost for them to experience something different and to bring into Tixbury area um, more creativity. That sounds brilliant. Um, so, for everyone at home as well, are you happy to talk about uh, some of the questions here? We uh, talk about mental health and self confidence and issues surrounding young people. Are you happy to talk about that? Yes, of course. Uh, so, I'm going to go straight into the deep end. My first question is Have you ever felt like you've had a struggle with self confidence? Oh yes, of course. The, yeah. Being a child in school, you definitely have experiences. Yeah. It it's traumatized you, and yeah. then you yeah. have all your adulthood to kind of yeah. get rid of that trauma. And I I think as as you grow up as well, you just learn that that's always going to be there in a way. Yeah, it just makes you stronger. It does, yeah. It doesn't allow you to become weak, because sometimes with a, this kind of trauma, you can't become really weak, you can't become disappointed with your life. But for myself, it gives me a kick to move forward and to become better and to say maybe to those people that, no, you were wrong. Yeah, it just it, in a way it drives you, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, so, do you feel like this has also been impacted by COVID-19 and lockdowns, like the, a lot of the mental health related things that have happened since? I think they more 
more reappear to the surface because people had to spend more time at home locked, not being able to see their friends, families. Almost being forced to self-reflect. Yes, yeah, self-reflect and stay in the room where maybe the walls are so wonky that you become so depressed and angry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I understand that. Um, so... Do we think that like all of this is something that can be rectified overnight when it comes to self-confidence and stuff like that? I feel like it could take quite a while. It took me quite a while to be able to even do what I'm doing now, talking to you and coming up with the interviews and stuff like that. It will take definitely a while because also I am quite a different country art therapist and people will need again to be shown a way how to self-trust themselves how to trust the outside how to go outside yeah they've been stuck for almost two years yeah. working from home not going back to office or maybe somebody were lucky to come outside a bit earlier yeah but it's again a trauma hey, it's some, yeah something that's definitely it's all, I feel like it's something that's going to have an everlasting impact as well. Um, it's, it's like our era wartime. <laughs> yeah, it is, it is for our generation, I feel. Um, also, on a scale from 1 to 10, how would you rate yourself uh, with self-confidence? I would say 8, because there was always place to improve. <laughs> Obviously, uh, self-confidence, it develops, doesn't it? Because I would rate myself a 7 to 8, I'd say, as well. But if you asked me three years ago, I would have put myself at a 6 or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, definitely, because in the first COVID year, I lacked self-confidence for a year. I was just saying at home and I was afraid to go and find work because of course you're applying online speed yeah. everyone's coming back to you oh thank you yeah you're experienced yeah. but we had significant amount of mm. applications which again, right. yeah that's what with COVID it's just the massive things with jobs like it's, it's so hard as well some people um, so you want to get that job as well because a lot of the time that some jobs get handed to some just are there for more experienced ones yeah. and especially when you're out of uni you're so fresh you you want to get the experience you have so much energy and at each step you're being blocked and stopped you're not allowed to get that experience because of people who were more experienced and lost their job but how are you supposed to get any experience if there's no experience <laughs> for you to get like, exactly it's, it's a question just, yeah it's um so coming to that because obviously it surrounds young people anyway on a uh, sorry um what are the first three issues surrounding young people that come to your mind not have stability because still young people they're living most of them living with their parents and maybe they don't have a good relationship with them but they can't get out because they don't have income which yeah. would be the second reason and the third one self-confidence mm. yeah that makes perfect sense <laughs> yeah no it all, it all stem that it all stems from the same ideology i feel as well everything um, comes back to the same place um so is there a stigma do you think surrounding young people teens and young adults lifestyle that as a society we perceive in a negative way 
I would say, um, it's hard to answer that one because mm. I was, I would say, I was a bit different young adult than other ones because usually. You go to uni or not, and you go to nightclubs. You use kind of social, and I was one who usually would stay more at university studying. Yeah. And because of the bad examples which society sees, they create that stigma. Oh, young people there. And they, they put it against everyone. Get, yeah,、mm. they do not want to get experience. They are just、uh, rioting and they're just wasting their wasting money, wasting their time. They're wasting. They're not thinking about their first house. Yeah. Yeah.、Um, so, do you think that social media has changed our mindset towards how we approach things in day-to-day life? Yes. With social media, it. Creates more misunderstanding because、mm. of false news and all of those things. People get got lazy of searching information themselves. They see the post about something telling and they take it as real.、Mm. They don't do from their side to research because maybe it's false. And people also, this is another thing. So, like, even for day-to-day life, if you're researching for something for a project, so say, say, if I was just researching about Prior's Park, for example,、yeah. and then I got taken to a different site with all of this <laughs> stuff that just wasn't true.、Yeah. But then people are too lazy to research themselves, and then therefore they'll probably copy and paste the fake、exactly. site, and then it, yeah. Because that's what the university teaches. Do not copy. Yes. Plagiarism. That's yeah, what it is. Yeah, it's plagiarism. It's you have to be. You have to kind of、um, think. People forget to think. Yeah. Information is too easy to access. I also, I, I'm starting to wonder now as well. Do we think that people in general are now more selfish or selfless? Both. <laughs> Bit of both. <laughs> I think both. Um, why would you think that is? <sighs> it's more difficult than it was. If we would talk about COVID, let's say anti-vaxxers,、mm. they're thinking about their self and again listening to propaganda about vaccines, but they are not thinking about bigger picture. If more of us get the vaccine, then we will have less mutations of the COVID. Yeah. Which is again, you have to think about bigger picture. And when it comes to social media and just general society over the past two years, what do you think it's we have accomplished accomplished as a whole to like make it better? We opened a new world. Yeah, there are things which created a better place because we can't share. Information much easier. Like for myself, I share most of the workshop in the social media, and people can straight away they can see they don't have to wait for the leaflet to come through their door、yeah. or for the letter. It's so quick, the information. But we need to see what we can trust. It's it's like it's it is positive, but at the same time it is negative. I yeah, I, there's a lot of negatives to it. But I feel like, especially in the past year or so, there's been a massive increase when it comes to awareness of just like 
our rights as people, like what we're supposed to. So much right, but less of what we actually should be doing. Yeah, yeah. Everyone it's 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 it's, it, it's what we're in, what we think we're entitled to, yeah. but not what we have to do in order to. Exactly. It's. No, you're you're very correct. It's it's what's happening with the um, earth and nature. We have our rights to build the houses, to cut the trees, but we don't listen to nature. That it's actually it hurts earth. Yeah. Destroyed. And it still is carrying on as if even when there's all this awareness happening now, people are still turning a blind eye. Oh, so yes. what does that? <laughs> It's so, easier. Yeah, I, I, I just, I just think why, why do people turn the blind eye? Like why other, 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 other Because they forgot this. how to think. Because everything is brought to them on the platter. Mm. So this also brings me to my next question. Actually, due to everyone's fast-paced lives, do we think that basic abilities such as kindness, manners? has changed? Hmm, good question. It... Maybe it has changed, maybe there are less people, but... There's always going to be some people that will. There is will, still balance. But... There's still not... Because if, if it would be really worse, it worse fine. Then it would be more terrible to live. But still, we are walking outside. Some drivers are letting you pass. Yeah. And there's still plenty of kindness. And I think people know that they have to be kind in order to survive and to mm. create the area in which they would love to work, uh, to live, to work. But also, when I got to this question, anyway, when it comes to kindness and manners and stuff. For me to even come up with this question myself, it made me think, what made me come up with that question? It's because you look online and all you do see is negative stuff, so it makes you question oh, people's yeah, intentions. And that's exactly what that question stemmed then, from. Look outside. Look in the real world, not in the social media. People are still really kind. They are caring, but they showed their negative side on the social media. And that overlooks... And then it gets overlooked by showing that negative side yeah. more than the positives. Yeah. It's easier to be negative than positive. Yeah. It takes less energy. <laughs> uh, so, my final question is, if you had the power to change one thing in the world, what would you... What would it be? Good question. It's a good question. <laughs> Straight away, I want to say nothing. 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 You didn't change a thing. No. No, because we can't change anything. In we... reality, everyone are unique. Mm. No. Today, that's, I can't say. That's quite interesting. <laughs> it's people are interesting as they are, and. I think it matters if people want to learn. That was right. Because if a person wants still to learn, if it doesn't stop learning, we can we can still survive. Yeah. <laughs> Great. That that was brilliant. Thank you. Thank you. So listening back to both of those interviews from Joe and Laura, um, I found it very interesting on how. 
They both, the, both the opinion, like nothing that anyone has said is wrong or out of context. Everyone has very different takes on it. Like both of those interviews are very different. Um, so one of them ended up focusing more on the, they were the same questions asked as well, and one of them went to more society's ideologies and what we think as individuals, and the other one uh, focused more on social media and men's mental health, so, and that that was just from two separate uh, individuals that uh, volunteered to do the interview, and... Uh, they were the same set of questions and they got two very different outcomes. So it's in it's very interesting. Um and it makes me wonder what this would be like for a wider audience as well. Um therefore if you guys are interested in answering some questions or sending in some questions yourself, uh please send them into our website and we will hopefully be back and do this again.